Hey everyone, this is Jen Kesnick, and you're listening to You Be You, and I'll Be Me, and I'm back with fan favorite, Stacy from Ohm in the Home. Hi, Stace. Hi, Jen. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for coming on again. I Thank appreciate you. it. I love this. Always a great time talking to you. A sister share is good. It's important it is to it. have a sister to talk to. I agree. And it's funny, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about today, but I have this like weirdo feeling of kind of a little bit of anxiousness. Okay. And I don't know if it's just me, but like I looked on Instagram this morning, like a couple people are kind of posting about that today. Okay. So I'm like, I know Mercury in retrograde is over. That's done. And there is an aftermath to that, but let's not blame anything outside of what where we are. <laughs> it's Mercury and Richard fault. <laughs> you know, that son of a mother, father, Mercury. <laughs> Look what he made me do. I know. No. You feel how you feel. Yeah. Every day you're going to wake up to new feelings. Right. Anxiety, it comes just out of nowhere. That's why it's called anxiety. It's like mm-hmm. a panic attack. It's like, what happens? Um, it's the, you know, f- fight or f- flee, you know, yeah. kind of feeling. So... Where we'd love to all feel like lollipops and kitten balls Mm -hmm. all day. That would be delicious, but not realistic. It's just about instead of trying to analyze it and research so much, how about we just honor the space that you're in? Just feel it. Yeah, you're allowed to have sad days and anxious and uncertainty. It's part of our expansion. Yeah. I mean, we all go through that. When I'm doing a session with somebody, like prior to them even coming here, I'm feeling their energy. So... I could just cry with them. Not that I'm believing their struggle, yeah. but that they are. Right. So it's having some compassion and empathy for wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So when we're busy, you're a mom. You're running stuff. You're doing the do. I'm running stuff. And I'm a mom to a dog, a cat, and a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> but we all have our levels of stress that we can deal with or can't when we have to shut down and it's got to be me time so it just means that it's time to just honor yourself a little yeah and meditation i'm telling you i can't even i mean i should get stock options in meditation hi yeah (laughs) if you are not meditating you are not present with yourself yeah and it's hard. There's days I meditate and I go nowhere. Mm-hmm. I go nowhere. Do I, did I fold the clothes? Did I, oh God, did I take that out of the freezer? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then there's days I'm just, you know, with the lollipop kids. Yeah. You know, so just honor where you are. I was talking to a bunch of moms, um, mom friends of mine this week, who were talking about the level of stress and anxiety that their kids are feeling. Oh, God, back to school. Summer's almost over. Right. Well, everything is energy, so we're feeling every vibe around us, especially Mm -hmm. when you're awake and a sensitive person. Mm -hmm. So this may not even be your anxiety. Right. It could be somebody else's. So I'm not saying that you were poltergeisted by somebody's (laughs) essence. But people pick up on people's vibrations. Yeah, I mean, if you're alive and you have, you know, consciousness, you're going to feel your way through things. Yeah, I used to say all the time to people, like, you know, you knew growing up if your mom was mad at you, even if her back was right. to you when yes. you walked in the room. Yes, we've said that. But yes, yeah, understood. That. It's all feelings. Everything about your life is about feelings. Right. How do I feel? How does this feel? How does that? Oh, it just made me <laughs> think of back in the day, a thousand years ago, Saturday Night Live. How do you feel? Uh, and the guy in the mirror. I'm wonderful and yeah. good. I'm and yeah. doggone it. People like me. <laughs> Stuart Small. <Yeah. laughs> they love me. <laughs> So, positive affirmations. 
Positive affirmations really sound nice, but positive feelings 100% better. Because yeah. you could talk a bunch of BS. And still feel like shit. Oh, I'm shit. fabulous. <laughs> and it's not true. Right. And, you know, fake it till you make it. No, align till you make it. Mm-hmm. Shut up till you make it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't fake anything. Right. You don't have to. So when you're having a day in moments of anxiety, which happens all the time, go sit and quiet yourself. Maybe put Mary Tyler Moore on a Bugs Bunny. And laugh. Yeah. Do something to, not that you want to mask it, you want to band-aid it. If you can't figure out why it's, it's here, let's not pay attention to it. Let's try to divert our attention elsewhere. And let's see if nature just moves it outside of us. Yeah. Let's just see how that goes. Because the focus on it will make you more anxious. Right. But here we are. It's August 21st, Aunt Marilyn's birthday and Uncle Walter. Uncle Walter would have been 104 today. Happy birthday, Walter. He passed 40-something days before his 103rd birthday. Oh, wow. And he used to say, coolest man ever. He owned many restaurants in New York City. He used to say, God loves me and the devil's afraid of me. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. But here we are. And in the next few weeks, honey, here comes September. Yeah. And here comes crunch time and the weather's changing and the summer's over. It's an intense time for most people. Yeah. And I feel like that's where my anxiousness comes in. It's like, I feel like we're on the precipice of major change and that's always not comfortable. In what way? What do you mean major change? Um, just, you know, like what's next, you know? Well, like, what's next is what do, what do you want? Right. What do you want? Honey, you helped me close my store of 30 years. <laughs> just, you said two sentences. Yeah. If you have that beautiful studio, why, why do you, do you have, have a storefront? Right. And that was a nice Shabbat Shalom to my head. I was like, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I couldn't answer that proper. Uh-huh. And a few weeks later, you know, Closed. Spirit said, all right, <laughs> I'm doing it. My friend Kelly's getting rid of that store. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And not that I'm a puppet of others, but I respect people who I And sometimes it just with. takes someone with third-party perspective with, an, you know, just an insight. We're all teachers and students. There's Absolutely. nobody superior. No. I may, you know, shine in this area, you shine in your area. Yeah, because you told me a million things that day that, you know, changed my perspective on Awesome, things. awesome. And yeah, we learn from each other. That's right. what it's about. Exactly. And when you're wrong and off path, it's lovely to have somebody that you could trust to go to. And here I go with the meditation. If you would be a meditator, not someone who meditates, a meditator. Mm-hmm. I'm a meditator. I meditate every day. Mm-hmm. You're going to receive your answers and guidance right there. Right. And there's days you could be too pissy to meditate. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Stop it. So what? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just go. Your feelings matter. That's, that's really what's important. And then to honor yourself in those feelings, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. My mother on August 15th was 24 years that my mother passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, who isn't? And <laughs> it's... Not that day, you know, I don't, you know, this day, 24 years. It's just the loss yeah. of my mom. Right. And how defining that was in my life. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going through moods like that, because I would love to talk to my mother. My mother would be 75 right now, young. So young. And I would love to have her. So I'm more gentle, I'm more loving to myself. I'm the best person I've ever met. I'm the kindest, most wonderful person who also gets in trouble because of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? An occupational hazard. I'm 
I have to learn to not offer advice unless I'm asked. Yeah, unsolicited advice is yes. never welcome. Yes. But you have the best intentions. Correct. However, mm-hmm. like my sister said to me my whole life, not everybody's like you. Right. And my sixth grade teacher, Mr. Sacco, when we had our little prophecy book, you know, the year-end book, I wish I still had it, but I remember this. Stacy Gennard will write a book entitled How to Get in Trouble Without Really Trying. <laughs> always in trouble because I'm always telling a truth. Right. And a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So or that's not ready to or And I think it's being helpful. Like, tell me the truth all the time. Right. I'm best friends with the truth. Even if the truth makes me you know, tense my shoulders as earrings and, oh, if it hurts me, I know it's coming from love and I'm going to become aware. Right. Because everybody can pay attention to somebody else's nonsense and say, hey, you, ba, ba, ba. When you get schooled on your own, I love that. Yeah. Always tell me the truth. Yeah, it's it's an opportunity to learn more about yourself and... All you need to know is yourself. Right. It's really just all you have to do. So on the days of, you know... Like, that's why we're here. Yes. That's the only to learn ourselves, experience joy, and create. Right. And create. Not in an assembly line, in a way that fulfills ourselves and leads us to our true path, our true destiny. Yeah. And you gotta find that. So many people have been conditioned from childhood and from fear. Oh, go get a job for 30 years and you'll have a pension, and then one day you're gonna be able to sit down on your ass and ew. Yeah. And most of those people, sadly enough, they get fired. Right. Right before, you know, retirement or, you know, they get bought out. Some Don't count on anybody else for your supply, your peace. Don't put that burden on anything else. Let God, spirit, source, whatever you want to call the most high, support you yeah. because you're good. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to break out of the mold, though, and, and think that it's okay to do what I want rather than what's expected of me by society. Well, imagine if I cared, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel the same way you do. It doesn't matter other people's point because you could be part of the sheeple Mm -hmm. following the crowd or you could stand out, not in a way like, look at me, you know, not, who cares? No, just be yourself. Be completely self-known. Yeah, and that's, you know, I feel like with this podcast, whenever I come talk to you, it's encouraging people to find out who they really are and be real. How would you not want to? I don't know. How would not the most important thing in your life be to understand yourself? Mm -hmm. Why I feel this way, how I feel this way, why I made this for dinner, you know? Why would you not want to know everything about yourself? And and have accountability and responsibility and, and true, like, you know, just be completely truthful to yourself yeah, about yourself authentic with yourself completely self-realized and self-known yeah and that comes from an interest in yourself and self-love mm-hmm. many people don't even like themselves well and a lot of i know a lot of mothers let's say you know don't even know who they are because they're too busy taking care of everybody else oh my god that's the biggest I knew at a very early age that I had no need to breed. Mm-hmm. It was just, there was no way. I was, this is my thought. I'm being raised by rules. You come in at this time, dinner's this time, go to school, wake up at this time, <laughs> all that. And once I'm free, I'm out, I'm not tethering myself to anything. Yeah. It's amazing I have a dog. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and a cat. Yeah. And a man. And a man. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm not, I can't be responsible for so many people. Handle, man your corners. Yeah. And I'm completely responsible for my dog and my cat. I'm mm-hmm. not responsible for my man. He's responsible for him. Right. And he's, that's why I'm with him because he handles his own. Um, but yeah, it's no, nobody else do I want to take care of. Right. I just knew that always. And you knew that about yourself and honored always, that. And- always. I don't want to be responsible for other people's life and existence. I'm not even babysitting your child, right. your dog. I'm not being responsible for something that is so dear and you hold, you know, most precious. Not, no, no, thank you. Well, I think for me, having a family at such a young age, mm. I didn't know that I was sort of like this introverted private person until I was in my 40s. Wow. Because I wasn't allowed to be You were busy. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm like, oh, I would rather stay home by myself. Yeah, than, I want to put know. my toes up and read a book and have a cocoa <laughs> and look at the birds flying. Yeah, but I didn't know that forever. Well, learning it, whatever you learn it, there's no grade level. You should know this at this time, and this is when your eyes go. <clears throat> there's no reality in any of that. Becoming aware when you become aware, and then doing something about it—that's brilliance. Yeah. Once you're aware of where you're off path with yourself. That's when the work goes. At 28, I did that. I went to counseling. I was in horrible relationships. Horrible. Yeah. I got married at 16. I mean, I've been through... Oh, man. Yeah, I was like a Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> but um, at 28, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't know how, how to not do it. Right. Went to counseling, yoga, meditation, roomy. I went all in. A seeker. I went all in, and I was, I opened my store at 25, so I've always been into the witchy spiritual since I'm born. I was raised by Zeppelin and Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac, you know? How could you not be magic? But um, I just didn't know the workings of me and what I deserved. I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. To this day, I'm not aware of how other people receive me. I really don't care, one, it's not my business, but... I thought, like, with my business, again, I thought that my products were how I made my abundance. And, and you know now. I just learned this two years ago. Yeah. On the product. Right. And it humbles me, and it's like, oh, God, it's so flattering. I feel, oh, they really love me, Sally Fields. Oh, they do, <laughs> they do. They really like me. I Yeah, I didn't really know that because it's not my business. Right. My business is how I feel about me, and I feel really good. I love me. Yeah. Am I chubby? Yes. Would I love to lose 20 pounds? Yes. Do I want to stop eating bread? No. So we all have our crosses to bear, and so what? Yeah. So what? So what? So we all have something that we want to um, grow with Uh and change in our lives, but you have to do it in, like, silence. You have to do it in time. Right. You're allowed to lay in bed all day and watch, you know, Bugs Bunny. You're allowed to do that and not feel guilty. Yeah. And actually, as mothers go, mothers should, they have, they have the duty to show their children what self-care looks like. Exactly. And that includes in relationships that they have. Everything. Everything. Because they're not listening, they're watching you. They're watching how you and daddy exchange energies. They're watching how you treat yourself. Yeah. And that's how you learn. Nobody's taught by their mouth. And I guess, you know... They could either say, like for myself, growing up, I didn't like what was happening. I'm never going to be like that. I was like, nope, not happening. Yeah. And true? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you learned the contrast. Yeah. This is how it is. That ain't for me. Right. And you were able to make a choice. Most people, though, are like very robotic. It's habits. Yeah. You know, this is our religion. This is what time we eat dinner. This is what we do on Sunday. This feels familiar, so it must be okay. Normal for me. Yeah, right. this is this is the norm. Right. If it doesn't feel good, honey, familiar doesn't mean good. Nope, it doesn't, but yeah. it takes you a while to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Your time doesn't give something intimacy. Growth does. Yeah. I was telling someone, like my father, I come from really cool people. My parents were just the coolest. And we're givers. This is all I've ever seen my whole life. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything opposite than being a good person. Yeah. I didn't hear any racism. I come from spiritual royalty. Let me just say that. Mm -hmm. And we weren't taught how to be good, giving, kind, wonderful people. We were witnesses of it. Right. This is what we saw. Mm -hmm. So it was natural that if somebody needs help, you help them. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's natural to be kind and loving. I mean, I come from that. Yeah, I mean, I've been in service my whole life. And, you know, catering to and caring for are very different things. Absolutely. Give till it helps, not till it hurts. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's something, too, that I think a lot of women especially don't know the fine line between catering for and caring for. Women are nurturers. Yes. We are. And in the most high, there is nothing more gorgeous than a self-known woman. Mm-hmm. Kind, loving her sisters and taking care of herself. And nothing is more beautiful than that confidence and kindness. Yep. Kindness is everything. That's the strength that beats all, I that agree. trumps all. Ew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in playing cards. No. Mm. But when you recognize your worth and your divinity and your influence on people around you your children especially and you teach people how to treat you my mother was the funniest neurotic cleaning going moving furniture you come home the couch is here and then you know she was crazy and she'd come into the bedroom make this bed while she's making it while she has the comforter in her hand throwing yeah. it up in the air to make it clean this room <laughs> and I'm like okay ma thanks got it <laughs> so you have these little um Piccadillos of people and experiences, and you hold on to the ones that make you feel really good and connected. Yeah. And as time passes, that's really what you want to focus on. You want to forgive anything that has gone before you that's making you feel off path or guilty. Yeah. You're not responsible. And I feel very responsible for my dog. On a spiritual level, I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible for my man, but I have a responsibility to Mm -hmm. my interactions with all yeah how i'm carrying myself how i'm tending to that's your family yeah hubble's not able to open his bag of stellan chewy primal raw freeze-dried chicken (laughs) crunch it up and moisten it yeah i have to serve yeah and i do it joyously Mm -hmm. and there's two ways of serving you could do it habitual Mm -hmm. wake up make you coffee. yeah it's just you're feeling robotic yeah or i was watching mary tyler moore my favorite show and Mary was depressed, which is how rare is that? Yeah. See, even Mary's feeling it. Even Mary's <laughs> going through it. Um, and Ted said to her, Ted Baxter, I love him. He reminds me of number 45. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but just, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, very full of himself, funny. He said, yeah, I know. You wake up every day. You go to work. 
you go to lunch, you come home, you make dinner, you go to sleep. And he goes, and she's like, yeah, like feeling down. He goes, why don't you do this? Wake up! Yeah. Have coffee! Like, he took every single word he said and moved the energy to it. Right. Wake up! Go to lunch! Change your perspective. Yeah, it's such a blessing to be alive Mm -hmm. and that we're healthy and, oh, you're lucky, you're this... If you don't feel lucky that day, it's okay. Yeah. You don't want to feel shamed that you're down, but you want to just shift your your thoughts like, okay, what's going on here? Maybe you need to write. Maybe you need to lay on the beach. Maybe you need to cry. Whatever you got to do for you. Right. Whatever you got to do. Whatever overwhelms you, there's nobody else to judge. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I was telling my friend, oh my God, I've eight sessions this week. And he's like, Stace. That's eight hours. Right. And I'm like, shut up. He goes, that, <laughs> he's that's like, a work day for that's one, one person. Yeah, that's, I, like, I wish I was interested. It's not my business how other people roll. Exactly. I'm telling about my level yeah. of handability. Exactly. Well, you well, know. Plus, like we were saying before, what you bring is all of you. All of me. And then some. So it's a lot. Eight hours is a lot And it's not, not that it's draining. I love doing sessions. Yes. I love it. I love the preparing. I, loved, I love the magic that happens through it. But then I am an introvert. Mm-hmm. I need Stacy time. Yep. I just want to lay in the hammock and watch the clouds dance and right. do me. And luckily, I've created that life. Yay. That you have time Where to Where other both. people, like my man's working six days a week, yep. landscaping, yep. waking up at the crack of ass. I'm like, never in your life. So I have such respect for that. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I wish he, you know found himself in a different space for himself. Like, that's how he thinks you have to. You have to work your balls off to right. make a living. That's what I don't think do. that. Right. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. But that works for him. It works for him. It's what he's doing, yeah. yeah. And he's providing for his woman. You know what I mean? Exactly. He's taking care of home. He's man in the situation. Yeah. Oh, that's what I want to say. So the women are the nurturers and the givers. That is so not true. Women are the nurturers, yes. We're the ones who can make the babies. Mm-hmm. Men are the givers, not women. Interesting. It's, this is why women are exhausted. They're doing the wrong role. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at it, let's go to our little um, sex education class. Men give, women receive. Oh, uh, okay. Well. But it's the truth. Men are out there doing, back in the day, hello, Donna Reed. Mm-hmm. The woman stayed home. Yep. And brought the slippers. Oh, can you yeah. imagine? But the woman was running the home. Mm-hmm. And the man was out working mm-hmm. to support. The hunters and the gatherers. <laughs> exactly. The nesting and the, yeah, the hunting. So the women weren't to know the meanness and the cold, hard streets. They made the martini, you know, and daddy's home. And everything was great. That was, it was fine. It worked. Right. But men through the years, and men aren't allowed to have feelings no. and be scared and, you know, none of that. Worry. Yeah. So men really have bigger burdens. Well, my father used to say, every obituary you ever see is of a man who's passed away, says, survived by wife, survived by wife, survived by wife. And that's typically because they don't take on or in the past anyway, did mm-hmm. not take on the role of having to worry about everybody. You know, like the whole big picture, the house, the mortgage, the this, the that, the that, the that, the that, 
and they didn't take its, on the role. No, they did. Yeah, I think the, they did. Women yeah. did not have to. Oh, worry yeah, about women that. didn't have to. the same things that the men had to worry about. The exactly. all encompassing everything. And still today, this is men. This is how it's ingrained in them. They have to provide. They have to do it. Not show their feelings. Not show weakness. It's horrible. Yeah. I remember one morning I woke up at the crack of ass. It was probably like five ish in the morning. I was sitting in my front room, my little window room, and I'm watching all these cars leaving the neighborhood. I'm like, it just hit me so hard. All these men are going to work. Now they may be schmucks and idiots. I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. They left the toilet seat up that yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. That son of a bitch <laughs> to dig out the garbage, but that they're going to do what they think they're supposed to. Because men really just want to please their their boys. They want to please us women. Yeah. So to recognize your role in your relationships, really important. Mm -hmm. Like, I never wanted a, to be a career woman. Or, you know, no, I want to hang out. Yeah. Anybody could take care of me. You got money? <laughs> well, you, I, could, you could support me. I know, like, with Mark and I, when he's working those, you know, 12, 14, 16-hour yeah. days, and I'm not as busy as he is, right. I make sure that there's nice dinner yeah, for him when he gets exactly. home. Exactly. Like, I it's want to kindness. take care of you because you're not, taking care of me. Yeah, it's not an obligation. No, it's, it's a, a choice. Yeah. I don't have to make dinner. Nope. I just want to do something nice for you because yeah. you're doing something nice for Thank me. Thank you for us. Yeah, for the for the family, for the household, for the good. Yep. Doing it for the good. And that's lovely to recognize that. And that doesn't mean every day is, you know, gonna be a picnic and a party. We're always gonna have issues. But if we take full responsibility the full responsibility. Yeah. Thank you. And not make our worth and days matter based on somebody else's moods and actions. Mm -hmm. To try to be a silent witness to that, to our own energy that's happening. Because if your energy is good, oh. all, all, everything's good. Nana was the best. My mother's mom, my Nana, the queen. If you think it's good, it's good. Yeah. That was her line. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. If you think it's good, it's good. It's your thoughts about everything. Yeah. So how you feel is going to matter so much and then what you do with your feelings. Yeah. So you don't want to, because I know there's a lot of avoidance addicts. Yes. Oh, I don't want to feel this. Okay. All right. People party. Yay. Let's go shop. Retail yeah. therapy. Do, do, do. Nothing's going to feel good as feeling good. Yeah. Sitting at the beach, if that's your thing. Right. Or getting a pedicure. Whatever. Whatever gets you through it. Just, or, you know, like you, it goes back to meditation or just oh. sitting in, in quiet for a while every day without the distraction of the party, the, the drinking. Without this, the need the of it. Yeah. Like actually paying attention to what you're really feeling. How do I feel? All that matters on your life. That's mm -hmm. it. And, oh, that's so selfish. Exactly. Selfish is good. God yeah. is very selfish. But we didn't know that. We didn't know growing up. I knew it. I, well, you did, but most people don't know that it's not selfish to put yourself first. Self-care is essential yeah. to your life. Yeah. Because nobody is yours. Your children are not yours. Your husband is not yours. Your house isn't yours. Nothing is yours. No. What's yours is contained within your essence this right here. This, this is, is you. So yeah. anybody outside of you, if you were completely dependent on somebody else, you are screwed. Yeah. And even, you know, when your kids grow up, if you're, uh, you know, you're a mom for this many years and your kids grow up and what they're, they're on now? their own now. Yeah. What, are, what am I now? What's yeah. my role? What am I supposed to do? I'm very fortunate that I was like, okay, I understand that you are your own people and that you don't answer to me. I, I brought you into this world, but it's up to you. Uh, I can take you out. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but it's up to you from here on out to provide yourself with your happiness. And of course, we're always going to be a support system for you, but I'm not living your life for you. I don't want to, and you don't want me to. That's wonderful and very cerebral. But a lot of people don't, can't do it. Because it's like, who am I now? Can't do what? Let let that go. Or move on to whatever the next chapter is. Well, honestly... You have to. You really don't have a choice. Yeah, you so don't. when you're left with no choice, that's when sometimes when you're down on the knees, honey, let's just pray it out. Who am I now? What? You can look at it both ways. You could Ted Baxter it right there. Yeah. Oh God, I have no kids anymore. Yay! Yeah, no, no kids. kids anymore. <laughs> you know, you can. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's. Oh no, I have no one to serve. Yay! I have no one to serve. It's. I'm gonna. You gotta serve somebody, Bob Dylan. Yeah. You're gonna have to serve. It may be the devil and it may be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. There's a great movie, <coughs> um, on cable right now. I think Bill Nye's in it. I think, but it's called About Time. Okay. And it's about this father son who can travel back in time and oh, just groove. redo situations oh. that didn't go so well for them. Nice. And it in. At the end, spoiler alert, um, Ah. he realizes he plays one day exactly the way it went. Nothing went right. He missed the tube. You know, he did this. The sandwich was wrong. Uh Lost the court case. And then he replayed it and just Mm. changed his attitude. Oh, I got the chills already. Got the chills already, yeah. And, you know, everything happened the same, but his perspective was completely different. Everything is that. And he had a great day. Exactly. Exactly. It's great There's meaning in everything. There's meaning in tears and sorrow and laughter and joy and aloneness and depression. Everything is valid. Yeah. Everything has significance. And it's about you, how you treat yourself with it. Did I ever read the Rumi poem to you, of course, The Guest House? Yeah, but would you like to say it now? No, I'm just going to say a part like, being human is a guest house. Everything's going to come to you. A joy, meanness, depression, a momentary awareness. Whatever comes, just embrace it. Don't You can't get away from yourself. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get away. You could um, deluge yourself and fill it up with meaningless tasks and energies around you, but no matter what, that's the core. That's why we have addicts in this world. Yeah. This, it's self-loathing. Yep. When you do not like or love yourself, you don't want to be with yourself. You don't want to be alone and meander. Not that you have to sit there and, you know, like the science lab figuring out. It's, I think it's really fun, self-knowledge. Yeah. Oh, shit, I said that? Oh, God, really? Oh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, it is. I did a boo-boo a few weeks ago, and my intention was honesty, camaraderie. I'm sharing this truth with you to agree with you on this stance of this situation. But what I said was a truth. However, I didn't for a half a second. There's nothing about me that's shady. There's nothing. I'm just, I'm too beautiful. But unbeknownst to my stunningness, what I said hurt the person. I told them the truth of a situation, but it hurt them. But you didn't do it to them. Of course not. But I should not have shared that. Oh. And my sister, bless her heart, my little sister Donna, my little sister. I love that. She's my baby. She's everything to me. Yeah, she's 48, 49. Oh, she'll be 50. Holy shit. Wow. My little baby Donna. She said, just because it's true 
You don't have to say something. Yeah. Just because it's true. And it made me flashback recognition to um, recognition. Oh, wow. Some people have said stuff to me that, why would you tell me that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, and they might have done it in the same intent. But absolutely. But it's also people come to you to have you tell them the truth. Yeah, I mean, if that's a situation, if this is a session I'm doing, sure. This yeah. wasn't a session. Oh, okay. No, this was outside. Oh, I'm going to tell you the truth, honey. I'm not sugarcoating anything no. here. But no, this was something that I thought would just like, you know, like I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, Cocoa Puffs for sure. This is what was said and da, da, da. And it hurt the person. Yeah. Not because I told, well, yeah, because I told them what was said. Yes. Right. So it wasn't necessary. But sometimes you have to hear things you don't want to hear. I, I want to hear everything I don't want to hear. Yeah. I really want to hear it all. You can say too. anything you want. I agree. Please, bring it. Because that's how you get better. It's like you learn yourself. Yeah. Other people are also mirrors to you. Like, oh, oh I did that? Oh. And sometimes like you, you have people that are very meek and mild, and you're like, oh, my God, stand up, honey. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that are so pit bull, like, oh, God, sit down, honey. <laughs> but you got to recognize yourself and all that. Yeah. I mean, it's about recognizing. And, and we don't learn anything about ourselves or about life by skipping through the great times. It's only when you're brought down to your knees is when you can be like, oh, okay. This, this is it. Yeah. I need to be more gentle with myself and more kind. Like when I see myself in the mirror, I look, I see this little beautiful girl who buried her mother, buried her father. My father passed on my birthday. Oh, no. Who has been through unthinkable things. Sit down, Tina Turner. I've been through horrible things. I am going to be nothing but loving and kind and patient with myself. Yeah. And whenever mood comes up, wherever I am, I'm honoring it. And if I'm avoiding it, I'm doing that too. I'm doing what feels best to me. And sometimes I'm not the best to myself. We all, this is life. Yeah, this is life. But then you recognize. Once you recognize, you could do different. Mm-hmm. So if Once you, you know better. Yes, you do better. Yeah. Thank you, Maya Angelou. Exactly. My girl. Yeah, and I love Maya. She's sassy. Mm-hmm. I love a gritty spiritual person. I love <laughs> truth. Give it, give it, give it. Absolutely. Not in a crowd, you know, don't belittle anybody, but share some truth where it may be difficult, but it's only difficult because it's unfamiliar to you. Right. I, I find a lot in my sessions, somebody will be like, I'll say something so simple. Wait, what? Lacking complete understanding. Not that they're not intelligent, that they just never thought of it that Into, way yeah never understood like wow wait like the aha moments yeah. whoa mm-hmm. which is something that you would take for granted like of course yeah don't you know yeah, yeah. no and you that's not know. a level of intelligence no it's just what what you where know. people are yeah and it's okay so when you realize how amazing you are and how you chose everything that you're going through even subconsciously unconsciously You've made these choices, and then you ch- make a shift to consciousness. You know what? I'm going to be more awake to this. Yeah. Yeah, before I was eating all organic, I was eating McDonald's. Right. I never thought this was bad. No. And once I knew, I'm like Erin Brockovich now in the food store. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah? Oh, I'm going to put that in my body. Oh, yeah, good luck. Right. And then I realized the greed of the... There's farmers and then there's harmers. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I came up with that a few years That's ago. That's good. You're a farmer or a harmer. Yeah. So if it's not done in a consciousness 
of helping, everybody's like, oh, it's too expensive organic. Well, let me explain the farmers to you there. These people are losing 50 to 80% of their yield, if you will, because they're not using chemicals, Mm -hmm. because they're feeding the animals of the planet, whether they like it or not, or whatever. So, of course, it's going to cost a little more money. Anybody could go out in the field and spray toxins over everything and, yeah. you know, twirl their mustache with their money. Well, that's it really does, when you think about everything that's corrupt or broken, it really is all money. It's all about the buck, the blessed buck. But do you feel like we're on the precipice of that changing? Well, that's individual. That's completely up to you. What do you value? Yeah. What's important to you? Yeah, I just... I wouldn't mind to have $12 million. I of wouldn't course. be pissed off. There's nothing off wrong that. with money. <laughs> money is beautiful. Money is not the root of all evil. Love of money over people. That's the root of all evil. Yes. You know, at any cost, getting yours with stepping yeah, on other people's necks. Hurting people yeah. for profit. I mean, it's disgusting. And it may look like, oh my God, yeah, they're horrible and awful, but look how well they're doing financially. Honey, I'd rather be happy and joy. That's, that's wellness. Yes. That's the new rich. Right. <laughs> Happy. I, yeah, I and agree. And peace. And when you are a good person, aware of yourself, kind, doing actions that are inclusive to the all, you'll always be supported. Yes. And I didn't realize that, honey, almost 30 years in uh, retail, I didn't realize that I would be okay closing a store. Oh, my God. And winter's coming. And then my man doesn't work in the winter. He's a landscaper. But I, did, I got all... I. Yeah. I could tell a horrible story. Honey, I'm always taken care of. My supply has nothing to do with Neil. Right. He could move out today. Bye, baby. Mm-hmm. I am to take care of. My being is my sustenance. I am. And I think that's another really important thing for young women to understand is that you don't need anybody. You have you. You don't need. It's lovely to have somebody, a soft place to fall. It's lovely. But when you're dependent on that, it's pressure on them and takes away your independence. Yep. You don't want it too easy in life. No. Because then you don't appreciate. That's right. You need to do the whole yoga class before you get to Shavasana. Yeah, you must. Or else it's just laying down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eagle pose. Oh my God, mother father's okay. And then, okay. Exactly. (laughs) Lay down with mommy. Yeah, it's, it's everything that makes a life up. And your health, if you have your health, and you're not going to have your health if you're not taking care of yourself. No. If you're not loving, if you're not good self-talk. I have friends that, they're funny. I mean, they're funny people, like neurotic George Costanza, Larry David, Woody Allen type of people. I love crazy people. But always, oh God, I don't feel good. I'm like, oh my God, would you stop it? Yeah. Would you stop focusing on this all the time? All the time. You may not feel good, but how about... I don't feel good, so I'm going to lay down, and I'm not going to spend 20 hours keeping this alive truth. Right. I'm going to go put on something. Do you Have you ever read or have you heard of um, Carolyn Meese's book, Sacred Contracts? I've heard of her. Yes, she's lovely. I've never read it. So it's interesting because it basically she's saying, in a nutshell, that everything we go through here, we've agreed to. Oh, yeah, it's already written. Yeah. Everything's already... Our life book is already written. So even the people that you know, maybe have something very dirt. Yeah. horrible happen yeah. to them in life. It's because they agreed to that, so this, this, and this could happen. Well, my belief system, and that's that's fine, but my belief system is 
We choose our parents the day we're born. I believe that a hundred. There's nothing random happening. Everything is brilliantly in order in life. Mm -hmm. We also have a choice. We have a choice. What are we going to serve? You could serve the devil. You could serve the Lord. Meaning your thought process. Yeah. But how you're going to treat anything in your life is based on one simple thing. How do you treat yourself? Right. I can't be unkind to you because I'm not unkind to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, period. Yeah. So if somebody could kill, we could kill. Anybody could do it. It's crazy. It's imbalance. But depression, anxiety, fear, um, the news, all this, it's all fear-inducing. It's going to change your entire mental script, your brain activity. Yeah. And also when you're self-loving... And being, you know, taking care of yourself, you do have that confidence to help others. Uh, why would you not? Yeah. You, it's all you would want to do in, in a way, helpful, not, you know, codependent. You help people in a way of, I remember that because it's, it's a memory. I remember feeling that way. And a friend of mine has a store and I said, oh, you need some pretty plants out front here. Just some nice pretty plants that'll just bring some... He goes, yeah, but that, you know, would cost money. And it hit me so hard because I understood that. Yeah. I understood that. Yeah, I would love beautiful foliage in front of my store when I had it. Right. <clears throat> and I was fear-based financially. Uh-huh. I ran to Besh yet. Uh-huh. What did I spend? $20? I got like eight plants. And I mean, I couldn't get to the place fast enough with my little tiny shovel and, you know, my little hand <laughs> thing. And plant these and water these. Yeah. I, I felt so good. Forget him. I felt great. Yeah. Yay. Here. Here. Let me do this Yeah, let you. me give this beauty and this nature and this to you yeah. f- so you feel taken care of. Yeah. And nothing feels better. I agree. I went to the food store. It was Christmas time about four years ago, five, six, who knows. And I said to myself, I'm going to bring a hunch because Christmas is abundance time. And um, I'm going to buy somebody's groceries. Nice. Oh, oh, I couldn't wait. I was so excited. And I'm always late. Always late. That's just... My hours were always 11-ish. Yeah. And I tell anybody coming for a session, just text me when you're like 15, 20 minutes away, so I'm only two minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm in the food store, and I'm looking around like, who's deserving? Then it came to me, the rich person is just as deserving as the poor person. Because the rich person may feel very burdened that they're always taking care and giving and not receiving because people don't think they need anything. Yeah. And then the poor person is all sad because they don't like the rich person. You know, it was all this going on in my mind. So I grabbed a big thing of apple cider for the store and I'm looking around I'm like, oh, I got to go. And there was a man with his little son, cutest little thing. And I said, that's the one. Um, there he is. A man working, taking care of the and shopping with his little baby. Yeah. So I go up to, um, I was at my register paying for my apple cider, and the next register, I'm just standing there. I told my register girl, I said, shh, I'm going to pay for his groceries. (laughs) So they're ringing up. I'm just waiting there. Ding, 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 ding. And it was um, hundred and something dollars, but then he had coupons, whatever. It came to $88. And he's bagging all the things. And I said, excuse me. I got this. And I hand the gal a hundred bucks. Oh my God. You don't have to do that. I'm like, I'm well aware. Merry Christmas. I left there like in tears. It was the best feeling. I wish I could do that once a week. I know. 
It was so good. Well, that's why we love Ellen because she does. Oh, that every Ellen! Day. Oh my God! Yeah, she kills me. Amazing. It, yeah, I, I watch a show. I just cry my eyes out at the humanity and the beauty of her. Yeah. I love goodness. Yeah. And there is badness, but if we didn't know that, we wouldn't admire the goodness so well. So being vulnerable and gullible, and sensitive, great qualities. Mm-hmm. Great qualities. I love feeling. I can't watch horrible things. No. I can't watch people boxing, punching each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. I cannot. Sometimes it's hard for me to watch football, even though I love those big mother fathers. <laughs> but <laughs> it's hard. Like, people getting hurt, I can't. Yeah. Harming animals. I'm try- Yesterday, I'm trying to kumbaya watching Bewitched. Mm-hmm. And here comes the ASPCA commercial. I'm like, oh, la, 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 la. I'm like, on a children's channel? Yeah. Horrible. Like, oh. Oh, my God. So you're watching, but this is what turns to me when you get a little intelligence there. How about instead of showing us this, how about you save them? Right. <laughs> what are we watching this dog out in the cold for? I know. Bring them in. So sad. <laughs> you people filming people yeah. getting beat up instead of stopping it. Yeah. Throwing cold water on the situation. Yeah. Oh, I know. The world blows my mind. I know. It's crazy. So I'm so selfish that I'm trying to reach, I want to reach everyone and maybe they could just like, oh yeah, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. How I treat myself matters. Right. And being selfish and self-nurturing and self-honoring is everything. Yeah. That's going to be every choice you make in your life. I've lost a lot of friends, honey. (laughs) So-called friends. Right. You can never lose a friend. No. Because time doesn't give anything value. Time does not give it value. Growth. Mm-hmm. And if you're growing, and it's not, everybody's allowed, you're allowed to be this way and that way and accepted as who you are. But if you're not allowed to be accepted as who you are, then you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I'm going to surround myself with somebody who doesn't authentically, genuinely love me. Because that's all I know. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I don't need anybody like that. No, no, no. Nope. So it's Okay. To let anything go that's not serving your soul. Stop be- you can stop being the pleaser and want everybody Please. to like you. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to be liked. I need to be respected. Mm-hmm. And if not, I got to go. Got to go. But you, you can't come to my home and not love me. Right. Be jealous and envious and, you know. No, and that's the thing. The cutting. More, the more you love yourself, the more you can love someone else. And, and the less people you'll have around. <laughs> that's <so> true. <laughs> because honestly, unhappy people don't like happy people. No. Look at her. Who does she think she is? Oh, hi, highly favored, God's favorite daughter. Yeah. You're not going to like me if you don't like yourself. You're really not going to like me. No, if, if you're inauthentic and can't figure out your way, you do not like people who are. How, why would sure. you? It, it doesn't make sense. It's two opposites of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Rotten. I remember um, growing up, we had neighbors, of course, and my parents helped out any time there was a situation going down. Nothing was showing off. Look what we could do. It was just Help. decency. Yes. Yeah. And then when I was going through a horrible time, horrible, parents are heaven bound. Front row. They were in the front row watching. Oh. Front row. No help. Watching. Yeah. And then when I was shining high, didn't like that at all. Yeah. Didn't like that at all. Yeah. Oh, I don't need to hear about good things are going for you when I'm going through. I'm like, wow. Yeah. 
when I was in hell, front row seat, baby. So interested. Yeah. It's amazing. You know those people that are the first ones to call you when they hear you're going through a hard time. Oh, don't, sweetie, you need a tissue? You look so sad. What's wrong? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You got to know what's genuine. You know, got to know yourself. Yeah. And you have to meditate and hang out with God and know there's so many unseen forces and spirit and magic that is going to swoop in. About a week or so ago, I did my guardian angel story on my Facebook Live. Uh-huh. Best story ever. And all true. I have the receipts. Unbelievable. I was on the balls of it, going through it, hysterically done. I mean, I couldn't get any lower. Nobody was helping me. My man lost his job. My store was for a trust fund child. I'm choked and nobody was helping me. Yeah. And that's when my guardian angel walked in. It's a true story. You can watch it on Omen the Home Facebook Live, whatever. Um, The movie Cinderella, which is my favorite movie. I save it on my DVR, the new one from Uh 2015. That's my story. That's my story when she went down to the... To the well, and I can't do it anymore. Mom, sorry, I can't. I don't have the courage. She was kind, loving, and wonderful with this wicked stepmother and these horrible stepsisters. And no matter what, she still was a lovely person. Broken, spirit broken. And then here comes her fairy godmother. Yep. It happened like that exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amazing. <clears throat> so fairy, da- fairy tales do come true, and it's when you are awake and kind. How would you be kind to others unless you know what that means? Right. So let all the moms out there, you you deserve to feel good. You don't have to dress sexy for your men and wear uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> and yeah, I don't understand any of that. You don't have to do any of that. You have to love yourself, be kind and compassionate and take care of each other. Yep. That's sexy right there. You don't have to overdo it and compete with them. Do you watch The Real Housewives? I do. Oh, my God. Of New York. That's the only one I watch. Oh, my God. I'm, my mouth is on the floor. I know. How people treat each other. The Carol and Bethany situation. Do you watch New York? I don't watch, like, <laughs> religiously, but oh, I've okay. seen it, so oh, I no. know. Oh, no. I DVR and I'm like, I'm in awe. <laughs> It's amazing because Bethany is that pit bull energy that yeah. really hard because she's covering up her real insecurities. Yeah. She uses strength and it comes off as weakness mm-hmm. because, honey, sit down. You don't have to be so hard. Right. So when somebody hurts her feelings, like nobody would know they hurt her feelings because she seems like ice she woman. She any. Well, she's ultra as <laughs> her nerves are all on the outside of her body. So it's an act she's putting on, not for television, to self-protect. Yep. So when you encounter people that are snooty and shut down appearing and cold, it's because they are so insecure. Because kindness could never be that way. Right. It's not possible. And I always say arrogance is the opposite of confidence. Of course. So if you're acting like an arrogant asshole it's because you have zero confidence of course i love there's nobody i'm threatened by i mean a guy coming at no don't don't invite that yeah exactly there's no person that i would be uncomfortable meeting right come on in oprah come on in ellen yeah come on in i would not feel oh god uh, uh, i would never they're just people right yeah i'm not impressed 
I would treat them the same way I would treat the man who's picking up the garbage. Exactly. We're all people. Everyone's person. So you alone are the director and the planner of how you're moving within yourself and then what you're putting outside on this planet. Yeah. So fix that inner stuff. Fix that now. How? Shuddy. Shuddy, quiet, and contemplative. And read a read a poem like Rumi. Do you do you read Rumi? I do. I love Rumi. Oh my God, Rumi! It's born September thirtieth, twelve hundred and seven. Wow! And Coleman Barks, he's the one who did the translation of the um, word. So we have to give Coleman some props. Yeah. Because he interpreted it in his style. It's like how the Bible was written. Four people sent here, there, da da da, and how you perceive it. Yeah, and process it in your consciousness is how what you get out of it. Well, every single thing is a perception. It's not the truth. Everything. Well, there is this truth. There is truth. There is truth. Not yours, not mine. There is the truth. Uh-huh. But depending on where you are is how the level of understanding you're going to have towards it. Right. You can only understand from your level, your perception. Yeah. Yeah, true that. True that. So let the women love themselves, man themselves, be happy for their friends' successes. Right. And kind, not flirt with their friends' husbands, and you know, and let the men be men and not cut their balls off, and emasculate them. Allow people the pride and respect they deserve. Yeah. Inside, outside, it's the most important thing. My dad used to. Do you remember that show? Everybody loves Raymond. Of course. My dad used to say because he was just like you do, like Mary Tyler Moore, Ted Baxter, yes. comedy, Bob Newhart, yeah. please just like bring me things that make me laugh. The Odd Couple is yeah. like my favorite. Uh-huh. And he really wanted to like that show, but he just couldn't because the the woman who played, or the the character that was the wife, right. was so emasculating. He'd to be Raymond, like, yeah. This isn't a real relationship. Oh, it is. Oh, it's a real relationship. Yeah. It's just not a healthy one. Right. It was funny but for the outsiders. Like, eh. You know, like, who wants to watch a wife? Well, what like, about all of the family, honey? I oh, mean, I <laughs> Edith. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny and it's familiar. We can understand that. Like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, calling somebody an idiot all day. Yeah. I don't know what kind of sex life you guys have <laughs> at all. I don't even know if you do. But, yeah, it's understandable. We, we learn from what we see. Yeah. And this feels good. I'm going to do that. We're placing orders every day on the menu of life. I want this today. I want to go lay down and cry today. I want to laugh today. I want to be alone. I want to be friends. I want to, yeah. And it's all okay. Every part of it is perfect. Mm -hmm. If it's authentic and genuine, yeah, move the way that spirit makes you move. This makes me feel good. And if there's days that you wake up and you feel terrible, stay in bed. Yeah. Listen to your body. Yeah. This is what they did back in the day. Nobody was running to the doctors on antibiotic. They woke up feeling blued out. They stayed in bed, had tea and toast. Right. And don't be so quick to, you know, and by the way, uh-huh. your life is your life, but mm-hmm. I would think don't be so quick to pop an anti-anxiety pill. Ooh. Like just feel the feels. Okay. Well, here's my, yeah. If you're taking an anti-anxiety pill because you have severe anxiety and you're doing the process of counseling, then it's okay. I'm fine with that. It's getting you through it. If you're taking that as a replacement for clarity, bad news. Right. Same with alcohol. Mm -hmm. If you're not having a drink to celebrate the moment, 
you're doing it to stop the shakes and change who you are and how you think and feel, no good. Yeah. If you're eating to punish yourself or you're eating to nourish yourself, everything has the, the backside to it. So just stick with the things that bring you that joy. That truly make you feel good. doesn't have to make them feel good. Right. They don't have to like that movie you're watching. They could go in the other room. Yep. You have to honor yourself and make sure your, your value of yourself, that you are showing God to everyone that you meet. I always say, I used to say this every day on my way driving to the store. I see God in everyone. I show God to everyone. I used to say that. And even at that idiot at the stop sign, I'm like, go. See God, show God. <laughs> you know, it's like, can you just move? Yeah, you have to, you're more conscious as you get older. That's why I see older people shrinking. Yeah. They're shrinking because they're more fear-based. They're more closed in. They're, their life is not expanding anymore. Most people, once they hit retirement, you know, oh my God, he just retired. Yeah. Oh gosh. Because they don't feel purposeful or useful or right. this and that. And the thoughts are surrounding them or just, they're diminishing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to shrink. You no. don't have to be a violet. You can stay relevant. You could always shine and grow in your wisdom. My whole life since birth, I love old ladies. Uh -huh. To me, they're the sweetest, cutest wisdom. Loving. No agenda. Right. Now, there's some mean, crotchety old ladies out there. Sure there are. But I'm not talking about them. Yeah. I'm talking about these loving, wonderful non-competitive women who have been there and done that and learned that. Now, these young girls who are trying to hustle and get over and, honey, sit down. Sit down. You don't have to do that. Life is making its way for you. Everything that you want on your path is already there. And like before when you said predestined, my belief system is, it's just mine. It works for me. I feel good about it. Is before we even chose our parents or our whole life book was written out, all these experiences... We're already written out. And that's what a deja vu is. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. A deja vu. Like, oh, this already happened. Is when <laughs> you are having a memory from before you were even physical. Yeah. And we are all, it's just awesome. I remember going to the city and I, I'm not a city girl. No, no. Once in a while, fun, exciting, cha-cha-cha. The energy is off the charts. Yeah. And we were driving and I said, oh, my God, if there's a park right over here, I'm going to freak out. Park. Yeah. Freak. Yeah. <laughs> I've been life. here before. Yeah. That's life. Mm -hmm. And that's when you meet people, too. You, oh, my God, like you feel that familiarity. Family. Nobody, everybody's recycled. That's like my recycle up. Yeah. Everybody's recycled. Right. We come back and back and back. Babies. That's recycled love right there. Yeah. My mother, I'm her daughter, I'm recycled love. We are all that. Yeah. We are all the energy exchange. And by keeping your hands open, not to exhaustion, not to arthritis, in a way, I'm giving out and I'm receiving. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why meditation is so important because in meditation, you are in 100% receptive mode. You are purely receiving yeah. from source, from God, from God and spirit. It's the best time. It's the most selfish and healthiest thing you could do. Yeah. I'm going to spend my 15 minutes in my massage chair. I have Alexa. Alexa, play ocean sounds. Yeah. Love the water. I sit in my chair, hang a ding a ding a ding and just follow my breath. Just Let it go. 
And whatever comes in, let it pass like a cloud next. Because you're never going to stop thinking. But you get to focus. What do I think about? And then when you're in meditation, here's the best part. When you're really in the zone, you're going to get <coughs> inspirations and thoughts that couldn't possibly be yours. They came straight from source and spirit. It's like when I do a reading. I meditate before every reading. I had a session last night. I was like, oh my, I'm always as blown as they are. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Telling her the month and the name. And then I'm like, ah, it's not me. Right. And that's why I feel like such a schmucky, you know, self-promoting. I have to write no. a flyer because um, Stella Blue Bistro in Huntington, she's going to put it up in her place. And I may do, go do some readings there because I'm at the Huntington's, the Montauk Salt Cave in Huntington next set, this coming Saturday. Teaching meditation, blase. And I had to write a flyer for myself. I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many proofs and how many people I sent it to. And I'm an amazing writer. I mean, my poetry, my yeah. post. I'm a, I'm a communicator yes. about myself. So I wrote this and my sister was like, um, get rid of that, I hate that. There was a part where I said, though I'm not cool with self-promotion, she's like, it sounds so passive and like, all right, Donna, thank you. <laughs> but I'm really not cool with it. Right. But shut up already. Just write what you do. And I, we've had this conversation before. Often, my whole life. Yeah, where I don't feel like it's you being mm. boastful. I feel like you're just... I'm offering a service. I can help you. I promise you exactly. I can help you. Exactly. There's no doubt. So tell me how you feel about this flyer, that, what I wrote. What I wrote about it. Oh. I the, think... The, no, I'm going to tell you it right now and tell me what you feel all on right, it. All right, all right. Let's hear it. And I want truth because I'm allergic to anything but. Okay. It begins, Shanti all, I'm Stacy, lovingly called Namastacy. I'm a spiritualist and I specialize in soul healing, psychic intuitive, and energy work, Reiki. I left my metaphysical retail space after 30 years to devote my life to my passion and purpose. I've created a, um, a healing center named Valhalla Healing Studio in East Patchogue. I tune into source and connect with spirit to help you uproot outmoded slash subconscious issues on a soul level to get you on path to self-empowerment. I simply say I deliver the mail. And our session includes a channeled reading, numerology, chakra alignment, and meditation. I also offer phone sessions. Spirit knows your address. <laughs> I'm a meditation teacher at Montauk Salt Cave Huntington. I also teach meditation in a woman's gathering group, God's Class, which is Gathering of the Spirit, at my studio. You can read reviews on Omen the Home Facebook page and check out my Facebook Live videos to get a feel of what I offer. Call for your private session or Reiki healing. Brightest blessings. Namaste. I think that's perfect. Is it good? It's great. Does it sound any woo-woo? Not at all. Thank you. I love it. That was only... Huh, take five. Yeah, but... You got it. So it doesn't sound affected? Not at all. It okay. sounds authentic, and it's a simple explanation of what you do. All right. It wasn't too much. Like, are. yeah, I always feel like, you know, a little extra. I'm like, am I giving extra? No, it sounds good. Extra. So next time we do this, would you do, like, a guided meditation? Uh, absolutely. How long have we been jazzing it up? I think, like, an hour. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, next time, definitely, we'll do a guided meditation. All absolutely. Right, absolutely. I think that would be... I think that would be really nice for people, like, for... I even thought... Like today, I'm like, you know, maybe I'll guide it through, but yeah, next time for sure. Okay. Next time for sure. Because um, I think that would be a really nice thing for people to be able to access 
who don't meditate. And oh my God. Don't yeah. know where to begin. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely, my friend. All absolutely. right, so you're at Montauk Salt Cave this weekend. In Huntington. In Huntington. No, so not Montauk, but the... Well, it is the Montauk. The name yeah. is... The company is Montauk Salt Cave. They have three locations. They have the Huntington in Montauk and in New York City. Right. I go two Saturdays a month, and I teach guided meditation, and I do some readings there. At Huntington. Great spot. In Huntington, yeah. Shannon's awesome. Yeah, Shannon's groovy beans. Love her. <laughs> Uh, well, is there anything else we haven't talked about that you want to touch on? Well, I just on? want to say, you get to choose. Your life is your choice. How you move, how you think, how you feel, and it really matters. Yeah. And whatever you're going through, reach out to somebody. If you need help, reach out. Mm-hmm. That's like Ivy needs a tree to lean on to grow. So we, we need that also. We do. So being kind to yourself is much more important to then being kind to others yeah. because then it's not authentic. Right. So once you have that self-love down with yourself, and it doesn't mean every day you're going to be over the moon with yourself. Yeah. It just means that I'm aware of me and I'm honoring me in this awareness. And notice how you feel about whatever it Everything, is. whatever it is. Take note. Yeah. And if you have feelings about something, somebody else doesn't get to diminish your value of your feelings. Yeah. You own that. But meditate, be kind to yourself, Look at this beautiful girl, guy, whoever's listening. Look in the mirror at yourself and see your humanity and what you've been through in your life. And if you've done some actions that you haven't cleared off, forgive yourself first. Yeah. And then just move from that space. Go love yourself. Go love yourself. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Stacey. I'm so glad that we got to talk today because it was just what I needed. Awesome. Awesome. I so love thank share. you. Me too. All right, sister. Till next time. Uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Book a session with Stacy. Book a session with Stacy. <laughs> What's where? So Facebook, they can find you. They yeah, can find or, you on Instagram. Or my phone number, 516-906-3155. One more time. 516-906-3155. I have nothing to hide. Give Stacy a call. I highly recommend... All right, everyone, work hard, be nice, have fun, peace.